0: Welcome to Quick Shots, a short format traditional archery podcast where we introduce you to some of the world's most influential traditional archers and occasionally some random dudes. Big shout out to our sponsors, Triple T Strings, ready to shoot right out of the package. Message them on Instagram or Facebook to get your professionally made string for beginner, intermediate, or advanced archers. Good. And hey everyone, and welcome to Quick Shots. I'm your host, Mick Chambers. I'm here with Ilias Matani, Action Man from Instagram. Oh, dude. Okay. So, so I got, like, okay. Uh, I know I say this a lot, but I, I do kind of fanboy over people. And I love your, like, I mean, you, and I just found out recently you came from uh, like I've been reading through your stories and stuff like that. You came from like compound, so we won't mention that. But, but is that true? Is that a true story? Is that true? Did yeah, I still, look, I,
1: uh, I, I shot a compound for a, a few years actually, and I, I don't know, it was a didn't ever really feel right to me. You know, I kind of always wanted to shoot, uh, you know, traditional, but I thought, oh, am I going to be? Am I going to have enough time to? Know if I'm going to do something, I want to really, really, really get into it, otherwise, uh, I'm just not going to do it at all. And I thought, if I'm going to do traditional archery, am I going to have the time necessary to you know devote to that? And well, it works out of just made time
0: along the way. (laughs) That's that's fantastic. So tell everyone, let's 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 start from the beginning, right? Let's get your origin story, but but tell me who you are, like, because. This is exciting for me. Again, I always get excited when I have international guests on the show. I'm from this tiny little town in DeSoto, De Kansas. It's tiny, but it's the show's been international. I love it. So tell us where you're from, um, and uh, and then just give us the origin story of, you know, how you got into trout archery.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, yeah, I'm Elias Petani. I'm from Adelaide in South Australia. Uh, yeah, we've been pretty lucky with everything that's going on around here at the moment. It's, uh, it's been good. Uh, my origin story, oh, bloody hell, that's a that's a long one. <laughs>
0: we no, we got time. We got time, man. Let's hear it.
1: Yeah. Um, I know there's a few people that are interested because every time I even whisper at the fact that I used to actually be a vegan and then I turned into a vote hunter, I get my inbox blown up with messages. Oh, tell us all about it. Tell us all about it. And uh, yeah, I just haven't found a good medium to talk about that. So if your viewers are willing to hear, I'll go into that as well.
0: Would love that. Would love that. Would love that.
1: <laughs> well, for me, you know, my obsession with archery, I don't really ever think I had a choice. You know, the, the oldest thing I have, I've never lived without a bow and arrow. When I was a kid, I was originally New Guinean. So my dad's New Guinean. Uh, my mom is Australian. I'm the first full blood New Guinean ever born into my family. And as an infant, I was given a little reed bow and a set of arrows. And this is not like a toy. Reed bow. This is a proper reed bow and some uh, barbed fishing arrows and some barbed hunting arrows. And I've had that. I've still got it now. You know, I just, uh, I never had it, I never had a shot. <laughs> so, um, you know, growing up, I would spend a lot of time at my grandpa's house here in, in Australia. And uh, he just loved, you know, old movies. And I still remember watching the old uh, Robin Hood at his place and, you know, he sends the arrow in and the next one, <laughs> Splits out, I thought that's just the most incredible thing, you know, and uh, that was what really first sparked my interest with it. And then also, I'm a bit of a, a tiny little bit of a closet nerd myself. Okay. I, uh, I'm a massive, massive Legend of Zelda fan, just okay. <laughs> beyond any belief. And uh, that game, when, you know, Link is the main character, gets, uh, gets the bow and arrow and he starts to use it in the game, it's just changed my whole life. So I bugged my mum and dad for ages, I want to learn how to shoot archery, I want to shoot archery and uh, we joined a local archery club and uh, shot for maybe a term there, just a recurve as a a young kid and uh, honestly, I was bored as, (laughs) it just wasn't for me, it was just a target archery club, I had no idea that there was like field archery and 3D archery, those sorts of things and I just completely lost interest. So. Just by pure chance later in my life, I uh I uh started watching some bow hunting videos and I thought, oh this is a bit this is this is a thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's... in this, in Australia we got there are people who bow hunt, there are people everywhere who bow hunt, but I didn't know anybody. I didn't even know that people did this sort of thing. So uh I started to become really interested in that and picked up a compound bow and struggled that struggled with that for a few years and Started to get pretty proficient with it, and thought, "Oh, doesn't seem quite right." You know, I've always wanted to be Robin Hood, but uh, he didn't have all these wheels and sights and stabilizers, so I better pick up something a little bit uh, easier. And yeah, then next thing you know, I picked up a longbow and never put down, never put any bows down ever since. Yeah,
0: pretty amazing. Pretty. There's so many people that get on this show and say, "The original Robin Hood." uh, You know, even young guys like you. Like, I mean. (laughs) It was old. That was an old show when I was a kid. And for you, that's like the. It was made like, I think it was made in the 50s, I mean, 60s? Yeah. Yeah. Something. So someone comment below, tell me how wrong we are. But I mean, you weren't <laughs> even being thought of. In the, no, you're just a kid. Like, you weren't even a kid yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So go. So keep going, man. Keep going. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so like, uh, I guess I got to kind of talk about the whole how the archery lent towards uh, bow hunting is uh, my wife, honestly, just the most amazing person. Anyway, we'll get into that later. But uh, okay. she said to me one day, okay, we uh, I want to like try to be a vegan. And I thought, oh, okay, well, I'm a supportive person and I don't like to be dogmatic about things. I'll be open-minded and I'll try it too. Maybe I'll learn something along the way. And, uh, you know, we got really sucked into that wormhole of, veganism we watched like every documentary and yeah. all the outrage was in us for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of heat. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it was uh it was a weird time, you know, I spent the greater past, part of a year being uh, eating just plants really. And uh at the start I started to feel pretty good, but as time went on I started to feel a bit flat. And uh at uh, my workplace I just met this man, Thomas Young. He uh he was a very, very serious hunter, and uh, I would spend entire nights talking to him about the, you know, if hunting is ethical or not. And he made it really simple to me. He thought, you think that eating the plants is going to, you know, uh, save the planet and help the animals? You got to think about. He was also a farmer, by the way. Uh, how much land is cleared for agriculture and those sorts of things? And things started to click in my mind, and I started to think, oh, maybe there's going to be a better way. And uh, he was telling me, you know, maybe you think about wild animals. They live their best life. They do the things that they do. Then all of a sudden, it's the end of it, stress-free, and you get to take home really clean, organic meat. And that just clicked for me. I was like, this is completely what I should be doing with my life. And uh, that's where my archery really went straight into the bow hunting alley. I, I just couldn't stop thinking about it after that. And, uh, yeah, I started hunting with him and then a few other friends as well. And, yeah, the rest is history. I just absolutely love it. There's something so fulfilling about bow hunting for me. It's sense of adventure, the quest, the, you know, the exploration. You get to see so many beautiful things. You really are part of nature and the universe. I just, oh, I could breathe it if I could.
0: (laughs) It sounds like you do. It sounds like you live, eat, breathe it. And, you know, such a great story, man. Such a great story. Um, you know, we'll get, you get those people, right. That, you know, that, that, think that hunting is, is bad and, you know, you have to educate them. It's just an education thing. Right. And then it sounds like you had some epiphany and then, uh, and then started hunting. That's great. So, but Hey, so, so, so let's talk a little bit about hunting. Okay. So give us yeah. the rules in Australia for hunting. Cause I'm sure people will want to know, um, Andy mentioned them before. I don't know if you know Nocturnal Archer or not. But yeah, he's I know Andy's. Yeah, yeah, so so Andy mentioned him, but you know what? Give us a refresher. What can you hunt there? I mean, we don't we don't know. Yeah, oh, sorry.
1: Excuse
0: uh, me. yeah.
1: Look, uh, Andy's Hey, really Lee. That's my son over there. He's keeping his head through the door. <laughs> he's you. run off again now.
0: <laughs>
1: but um, yeah. Andy lives in Melbourne, or at least I think he does. He uh lives in a different state than me so they have different rules over there they have a lot of like public land so you can just go to a you know section of public land and go in and go hunting uh south australia is really strange on its hunting rules um, we have a lot of open public land we've got so much open space you know adelaide is a very 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 tiny town in a very huge of land like it's massive If you ever get a chance to look it up on Google, you'll you'll be blown away with how much space there is around the actual city centre. But we have no public land hunting. So Mm -hmm. you have to hunt private land, and it is incredibly, incredibly difficult to get access if you don't know hunters or you don't know, uh, you know, farmers and things like that. It is really, really, really difficult. So when I first decided I was going to be, a bow hunter it took me like three years to actually get access somewhere and it was just madness uh we don't have hunting seasons so if you've got access you can hunt all year round
0: that is <laughs> unbelievable is fantastic yeah <laughs> yeah go whenever
1: so you, you go, want to yeah go whenever you want to you know any weekend any spare time you've got um you know you can just get out there and get after it all the time which is really really good
0: and do you, um, do, you do you have those um invasive species of deer that are are, are out there like andy does yeah, yeah
1: absolutely yeah yeah we've got heaps of them and uh, obviously we've got a lot of other things as well foxes rabbits hares uh goats yeah all sorts of things i'm probably missing some things on the list there but yeah there's lots yeah. to choose from
0: now is it dangerous is there a lot of things oh that can yeah kill you out there. Is there a lot of things that can it's, kill you out there
1: It's deadly, you should never come. (laughs) It's uh, look, yeah, there are lots of things out there. Like, obviously, we have uh, brown snakes and they'll kill you, and various other types of things, they'll kill you. The drop bears, little koalas, they hide in the trees, their fangs come out, and they stab you in the eye sockets when you come.
0: Oh, is that right? Yeah, that sounds yeah, yeah, that sounds like hey, when I moved, so listen to the short story. Sorry to interrupt. so short story. Um, I had to go to, uh, uh Sydney, uh, for, for work. And I, I spent like three weeks, a little bit longer than three weeks there. Um, but I'm living like downtown. Right. And so there's this lady here I knew from Australia and this was back when I lived in Canada. And, uh, I said to her, Oh my God, like I was a kid. Right. I didn't, I don't know. I don't know. Right. We just hear stories about Australia. So I said, Hey, do I have to check my shoes every time I put them on for like, deadly deadly spiders and stuff like that and she just laughed and laughed and laughed at me.
1: Funny. Uh, oh, you know we we actually get a lot of uh, redback spiders here in south australia yeah and i've occasionally i'll put them because you know, i i've got my shed out the back and i like to work out in there yeah. but in the summertime you know there were just redbacks everywhere and uh i've you know put it on my instagram story a few times it's like oh look at this little fellow watching me train and People are losing their mind because these are really deadly spiders. But, I mean, you just grow up around them and you just think, oh, if you don't bother them, they won't bother me. Well, it's all sweet.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I like how you put, I think on your Instagram title, it says, um, yeah, I'm the the treadmill bow guy. So that's what you got on there. Because that's one of the first videos I think I saw you. you, you you're on your treadmill with your backpack. You're working it and then you're shooting into a target. That yeah, look,
1: that's that's probably the video that a lot of people, like that took me, I did it just as a bit of a, a gag, I guess you'd say, like uh, I had 98 followers at that stage and then I woke up the next morning and there were a thousand. <laughs> 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 you know, and then it's just been an with this- trend since then. So, it's
0: it's weird that what'll go viral and stuff like that. But regardless, forget it, forget all that. For, I mean, that was really that was really ingenious. You know, you doing that and, and posting that. I thought that was really neat.
1: There's a there's a. I'll just interrupt interject for one small second. There's a bit of a story behind that video. Is that uh at this point in time I was learning a very 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 difficult job, and uh, I thought, oh, I'm going to have to be mentally tough for this job to to work out. It's a very high stress. Uh, operation we were running and um I thought okay I'm going to try and work on mental toughness so I set myself all these challenges around the same time and one of them was like I had to run 3ks every single day without like for 30 days without quitting and also 100 burpees a day just smash it out and then because I like to shoot my bow every day like I, I don't I try not to miss a day I might miss one day like in a blue moon but I don't miss two days ever Okay. always shooting so this started to interfere this this running so the dad and I'm you know I've, I've got work to do uh, yeah. with my shooting so I thought I've got to just I'm just gonna put the two of these things together I'll see if I can just try and run and shoot at the same time it's a terrible terrible idea I don't recommend anybody do it but uh, I started doing it and then it, I started getting kind of good at it so I thought oh I'll just uh I just I like to you know showboat a little bit I suppose and uh, yeah the next thing you know, how many
0: times concerned. did you fall off before you got good at it?
1: surprisingly never I, i've never got
0: hurt doing that she's so. like just and you're running like, <laughs> if you haven't seen the video go watch it he's pretty awesome I, literally it was a good shooting i mean form was spot on everything was really good man it was, it was fantastic anyway i i think that's one of the what I was gonna say though is that that's a good video, but everything else is really well produced. And you know, you you're showing archery, traditional archery, in a really, really good way, like a really good way. You're you're showing it in a fam- you. you're showing in a family way, and you got a bit of an edge. So there's two videos that you you show all the time. You you show this really family oriented. You know, you got your son there. You're building your deck in your backyard. Very family oriented. Yeah. <laughs> And then you got some hard edge ones, you know, (laughs) you know, that are really like a lot of loud music and stuff like that, which I love. I mean, you are the gamut. You go from, you know, uh, you know, again, family man to like the hard edge of a traditional archery. And so everywhere in between. Right. So I love it. Love what you're doing. Hey, let's talk about your, let's talk about your gear. We're getting, what, what are you shooting right now? What's your favorite bow? What do you, what do you love to pick up?
1: Uh, I'm not shooting what I want to shoot, which is, uh, You know, it's a sad thing. I uh I had this... In the traditional arch, it's kind of this weird thing. You can spend, like, thousands and thousands of dollars on gear and rigs and things, and then you can pick up a bow that's worth a couple hundred bucks and shoot it really well. And uh mm-hmm. I've got this replica. It's a Chinese replica of a Martin Savannah, and it's, like, it's my favorite bow. I just absolutely love it. I just love everything about it. That's my long bow. Uh, it shoots well. It's quiet. It's... I can shoot really, really, really well with it. I can shoot better with that than anything. And I originally was going to start using this for hunting. And uh, going through the checks and balances, I thought I'll oh, just—it's marked a fifty-pound boat. And when I actually weighed the draw weight, it was way underweight. It was like forty-two pounds, and I thought this is exactly what you get when you buy a cheap boat. <laughs> 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 but I have such—I've got so, such a love for that boat. It's just the sweetest thing, honestly. It's oh. just, For a cheap bow, it's awesome. Apart from that, of course, I have it in every video. It's my bare takedown. I just, that's a bow I've had to learn to shoot well. It's taken a little bit because I do find the, the grip on that, it's very, way more angled than shooting just a flat longbow, you know, so it's, uh, it was difficult to get used to and I get messages about it all the time. People asking me if uh I've done anything to the grip to make it nicer. Yeah. But, uh no, I just shoot it as it is. That's the way Freddie wanted it, so that's what he gets. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a great bow, man. That's I do enjoy shooting that as well. But if it was that's
0: the other good. way,
1: I'd take that longbow every day. Yeah.
0: So you're going to hunt with your mark, uh, your um, Fred Bear, your bear.
1: Yeah, yeah, I have. A, I, I took the goat with that. Uh... That's
0: you got that goat, right?
1: Right. Yeah. So it, yeah, I've had you, have, you have another
0: bow that you you fish with too.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, what's going on here? Get notifications. There we go. Um, yeah, my it's another cheap one. It's just a Junsting one F one six six. Really, really cheap boat. It's ILF, so you obviously you can change the limbs around. But I didn't want to go with something that was too over the top for something I know I'm going to throw in the mud. So yeah, and that's a great boat too. It, it's it's again, it's a very close replica. To a Hoyt story. it's it's it looks like it, and it in a lot of way it feels like it as well. It's got a slightly uh, fatter grip, but you put them next to each other, you really can't tell.
0: Yeah, I I, I know exactly the bows you're talking about, yep. and uh, we we will we, we'll get some comments below, but we shouldn't do that. You know, you should support America. We shouldn't be doing. And I my comments usually are back. I'm not American, so I don't I don't. <laughs> you know, I'm
1: really. I'm really lucky to have a, a really, really good archery shop close to me. And, uh, yeah. you know, the guys in there uh, always never try to steer me down the wrong path. You know, I say, them, oh, this spot over here, you know, what's that all about? I've heard confused about it. And they're like, you want to shoot it? All right, so I go in and I'm like, oh, that's not that good. And I say, oh, but look at this little tipi we've got. And I shoot that. And every time they pointed me in that direction, I thought, yeah, this is actually pretty good. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, if you're supporting your good. local shops, support your local shops, that's always good. That's always good news. Yep. What, ar- what arrows are you uh, shooting out of the, uh, your hunting bro?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. shoot the uh, Victory Trad arrows. I can't remember what the name of them is off the top of my head, but uh, they're the ones that have got the carbon insert and then they've got something wrapped around the outside of them. <laughs>
0: okay. I don't, cool. I don't know. <laughs> 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 they look good. They shoot straight, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, they do, you know, they tune really well. I was actually really lucky with those. I kinda just grabbed them, put the insert in, put the uh, a fill point in when I was tuning them and then my broadheads in and I took very little fiddling with to uh to get to tune oh, yeah,
0: really And good do you thing. shoot do you shoot feathers out of your bow or
1: yeah, yeah, yeah Absolutely. I uh, I did shoot Trad for a long time when I started. Um or for a while when I started.
0: That's so much cheating to me. <laughs> no, it's not. You know, so many people are shooting trad veins. So many people are shooting a trad veins. Um, I had them. I didn't like them. I, I didn't like. I just yeah? didn't like them. Yeah. No. I. You know. Uh, yeah. I. I don't know why. I don't know why. I. So many people love them, though. Um. I'm not a big fan. Uh, Wild fletching. Wild fletching. A guy. A guy I know, and he's on Instagram. You're probably following him. He he makes the best. Um uh natural turkey feathers they're so good yeah. and i just i just can't get away from them i just every time i put them on they're they're just quality they're just really good not a commercial for him anyway by the way but, uh, <laughs> but I. I hey. A
1: buddy a buddy of mine in the states uh he used to work for gateway feathers and he sent me a bunch and since i put them on i thought i just can never steer away from these these are, these are fantastic so yeah,
0: yeah. I get you. Got you, you. Really do. Got to try these. Well, anyone that's listening's got to try well fletching arrows just once. Just like get a set and try. Because I mean, literally, you can dip them in water. You know, can be wet, um, and they'll still shoot great. They're, they're just oh, for, wow. a and they're they're a lot thicker. You get the, I don't know why, but they're wild. They're wild turkeys, right? So they're getting them for. He's making them from wild turkeys. So anyway, I don't want to get into it here. But you know, they're from wild turkeys. They're thicker feathers for a reason because they're in the wild anyway 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 i'll
1: check it out so obviously they got a website i can go and have a
0: look at yeah yeah everyone can yeah everyone can yeah. this is about you not about them but anyway so <laughs> again back to you um okay give us give us a tip i mean you are at least you post all your great shots anyway so it's I, oh, on instagram
1: I on Instagram, I'm a wizard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but you you do have great form. You 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 look awesome uh, shooting, and, and you do get good results. And um, we saw you you took down a goat. So you know, uh, give us give us a tip for a beginner. What would you say is the best best thing you would what what works for you that you think could work for a beginner too? Uh, and don't say yeah. hard work. Hard. You already said hard work because you already said hard work. We get that. We know we know that you you're a hard you worker. Just
1: need to. Honestly, you just need to like absorb everything. Like, if you want to become good at anything, I think you just have to really just saturate your life with it. Almost, you know, try and listen to as many podcasts. I listen to yours. I listen to Stick Pro Chronicles, a bunch of other ones. You know, anything I can get my hands on. Watch a lot of YouTube. I've probably watched every Tom Clum video there is a thousand times. Um, yeah. You know, it's just look at people who shoot well and then try to emulate that for as long as that works for you. And then when things start to shake and move, then maybe there are other options you can go to as well. Like uh, I did purchase the Solid Archery Mechanics course from Tompa. And mm-hmm. uh, I haven't, honestly, I have not gone through the whole thing. But when my <clears throat> shooting starts to become terrible, <laughs> which happens every now and then, I go through waves and cycles of it getting good and then going down the gurgle it. Yeah, well, I yeah. always go back to those first couple of chapters in his uh, course there and I just re watch them, go through what, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, what is missing uh, from my shot. And within a couple of days, it all turns good again. But tip number one watch, learn as much as you possibly can, and just get out there and do some hard work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I knew you'd say, I, I, I thought you'd probably say hard work right away because you it's good if you work, like you said. You, you're you're uh you're shooting every single day hey when you're are you an instinctive shooter are you yeah. so you are <coughs> so explain, <clears throat> excuse
1: me yeah
0: yeah explain Absolutely. to me your aiming your how you do it how do you how do you re, how do you send an arrow down range
1: the reason actually well, another reason that i uh i skipped from uh compound over to traditional is that i am the worst judge of distance I can't look at anything and go <laughs> at 20, 30 yards. I can't. I can't, honestly cannot do it. And uh, when I used to, I, a couple of times I competed at a local archery club, we'd go out for field archery days, 3D shoots, and uh, I would be standing there for what felt like five minutes, like second-guessing, dialing, 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 changing my sight, you know, but uh, i just just honestly terrible at it. So for me, if I even now as a traditional archer, try to aim at all. I'm just, I'm on a, I'm on another planet. Really? So I, I try not to. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I don't know. I guess that the aiming thing for me is that I... This is going to sound very strange, <laughs> I'm sure. sure. No, sure. So I, I look at the target as a whole, and then I look at exactly where I want that arrow to go. And then I sort of focus on that for maybe a split second, and I sort of try to feel that target inside of myself. Like I said, this is very crazy.
0: No, it's not. It's good. Keep going.
1: And yeah. that, that becomes a part of the process. This is before I've even grazed my bow up to shoot. So I'm, I'm looking exactly where the arrow needs to go and will go. And then I set my, make sure my hook is set, go through my whole shot process. By the time I get to being at full draw, I don't even think about that target spot anymore. That's already in my mind. That's already happened. That, That shot has gone where it needs to go. What I need to focus on now more than anything is making sure that I'm expanding and that I'm going to execute the shot to the best of my ability. Once I've already obtained my target, got to full draw, I'm really focusing on getting that shot to break cleanly. And if it doesn't break cleanly, it's not a problem with my aiming. So I don't think that if you shoot instinctive, aiming helps you at all. If I don't break cleanly, then that shot won't go where it was. I never think oh, I didn't aim right.
0: Oh, I yeah. I didn't,
1: sh- I didn't shoot right.
0: You didn't execute know? correctly. Yeah. Yeah, no. Absolutely. No, it's not strange it's- at all. I, I, I think it's good. I think that's really good. It's an interesting way of looking at it. Trust me. I mean, yeah. I've heard it all now. I pretty pretty much heard it all now with different people coming <laughs> on. You got to shoot. People are instinctive, you know, that's bullshit. They're, they're aiming. You know, I, I don't know. I kind of fall in between, you know, those that, that argument. And I don't want to have the argument here. If people want to have an argument in the comments below, <clears throat> by all means, by all means, you guys go for it. I'm not replying back to any of that stuff. Um, hey, don't, but,
1: don't trust me. I'm, I'm just some guy you met on the internet.
0: <laughs> the internet's always right, though.
1: Exactly.
0: It's always uh,
1: right. You know, that style of shooting works pretty well. You know, out to, I can get pretty good out to about 30 yards and then I start to become terrible again because it's just too difficult to, I don't know, I find it difficult anyway to get past that 30, 35 yard shot cleanly, consistently. I mean, I went out with a bunch of compound dudes yesterday and they were shooting 50s and 40s and I was just shotgun spraying all over the place. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: but it's Ooh. fun. You're
0: having fun. So, but you you always seem to have fun in your videos. You always seem to take it. You're kind of lighthearted about everything, you know, which is, right. I really love. I mean, I, I love right. the track community because of people like you uh, that I get to meet. Um, it's just fantastic, man hey if people want to follow you um they want to say hi to you they want to send you a message uh, where can they do that
1: i'm just uh action man matani uh, on instagram that's that's pretty much all i got i don't have facebook anymore it's a, it's a deadly trap that one yeah and uh yeah that's all i got really i have a U- youtube i've got one video on there it's just me bow fishing but uh you know, if you're
0: interested in that knock yourself out but i'm not going to post on there anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't want to either but i have to no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I, hey everyone thanks for sticking around and uh, thank you very much for uh, for doing this today i really really appreciate it hey if you got time you uh, hey no worries no worries at all i mean again I, it was really it was a pleasure having you on the show and i I honestly love uh, the fact that uh, I love everything you do. I love everything you do. So if you've stuck around this long, make sure that you go over and uh, check out his website, check out our uh, uh, Instagram, check out my Instagram, uh, like and follow us, leave a comment below. And I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Triple T Strings, Um, reached out to them, uh, asked them if uh, I could uh, mention them on the air. They said, sure, go ahead. I think that they have an amazing uh, Flemish Twist string. You're here in the U.S., um, just do a, a search for triple T string on Instagram or Facebook. Talk to Trevor Fielder. He's amazing. He'll get you a bow ready to shoot, or he'll get you a string for your bow ready to shoot, which is really important for beginners and intermediate, uh, archers. So anyway, check out triple T strings. We'll talk to you later guys. Thank you very much for sticking around.